Our first reading for Palm Sunday is from Philippians chapter 2, beginning at verse 5. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We rise for the reading of the Holy Gospel. The Holy Gospel from St. Luke, the 23rd chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. There were also two other criminals led with him to be put to death. And when they had come to the place called Calvary, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And they divided his garments and cast lots. And the people stood looking on. But even the rulers with them sneered, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he is the Christ, the chosen of God. The soldiers also mocked him, coming and offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. And an inscription was also written over him in the letters of Greek, Latin, and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. Then one of the criminals who were hanged blasphemed him, saying, If you are the Christ, save yourself and us. But the other, answering, rebuked him, saying, Do you not even fear God, seeing that you are under the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. We can, in the name of our Lord Jesus, amen. I want to especially focus everyone's attention on the gospel lesson. You'll notice that as we begin Holy Week, this week that changed this world, there are two gospel lessons. Holy Week began with this triumphal entry of Jesus. We read from Matthew chapter 21. But Holy Week rises to Good Friday and finally next Sunday as we'll celebrate to Easter. And especially like to focus on the Passion reading. We'll hear it again on Good Friday, but this is a reading that we cannot hear enough. But especially the reading of the uh, confession of the two thieves. One was a confession of rebuke and blasphemy, and the other a confession of sin. Then one of the criminals who were hanged blasphemed him, saying, If you are the Christ, save yourself and us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Do you not even fear God, seeing that you are under the same condemnation? 
and we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Rejection is one of the most painful experiences that any of us can go through in our lives. Sentences like, get away from me, I don't like you, don't talk to me, I never want to see you again, can be very cutting and very painful. There are times when parents sometimes feel the rejection of their own children. There are times when children feel the rejection of their parents. We may have been rejected by a friend. If there is anyone who knows anything about rejection, it's God. The Bible is a book that describes over and over again people rejecting God. Adam and Eve rejected God in the garden. After God had created everything so beautifully for them, they rejected him, turning rather to Satan and to his lies. Israel was often found in rejection of God. For example, after being led out of Egypt in slavery with amazing miracles and entering into the desert there, as Moses was on the mountain being instructed by the Lord, on how Israel would be able to worship the Lord, the people of Israel were rejecting the Lord, worshiping instead a golden calf. Later on, the prophets, false prophets, led them to, re, to worship the Baals. The story of rejection goes on and on. John the Baptist was rejected and beheaded. And finally, we come to Jesus. John, in his gospel, tells us he came to his own, but his own did not receive him. And it wasn't his own, just the people of Israel. It was indeed the entire world, including you and me. Today, as we begin Holy Week on this Palm Sunday and are celebrating the week that changed the world, we're also seeing Jesus' procession into Jerusalem and the welcome that he received, a welcome that was marked by people laying down their very garments uh, to create a kind of red carpet. And if they didn't have a garment, they went and cut down palm branches in order to rejoice in Jesus coming to Jerusalem. But in only one short week, less than a week, that reception of Christ was overwhelmed by the rejection of Christ and ultimately the rejection of Christ on the cross. Jesus there continued to endure unbelievable rejection, even the rejection of his own father as he cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? As we meditate on all of these events this week, it's good for us to remember how we could be swept into this overwhelming trend of rejection, of rejecting God. And yet, we are here this evening to celebrate God's overcoming of rejection. God's coming to a world that rejects him anyway as Jesus persists and prevails in his ministry to bring salvation to all, to you and to me and to everyone to the ends of the earth. 
There's, I think, four beautiful ways that we should think about this and respond to this. World, the world rejects. We ourselves are tempted to reject the Lord, and yet the Lord continues to come to us anyway. And so those four responses are beautifully described for us by the four kinds of prayers that we read about in the Bible. The first is the prayer of repentance. As we think about Jesus' rejection and his overcoming of that rejection, we begin with a prayer of repentance, knowing that we too are often called back to that old way of the world. As the world rejects God around us, it is inevitable that that could rub off on us. The world and we ourselves are tempted to the same problem. The world rejects God in two ways. One way is by creating idols and false images of God. It would be unimaginable to us if we were parents and if our children were to create imitation parents and worship them and talk to them and do nice things for them instead of for us. That's, what ha that's what, exactly what happens when people create a religion that is not based on God's word. But there are people who know the truth of God. They don't teach false doctrines or believe in false doctrines, but they don't do anything with the truth that they have been given. They ignore it, and this is especially the temptation that we are always suffering from, the, the lure that would draw us away from the Lord, to be so busy with our own lives and care very little about Him and what He has done for us. And so that problem of rejection is always working on us, and we are always repenting of it, turning away from it, and being brought again into the forgiveness that Jesus has given to us. A second kind of response to Jesus' overcoming of rejection is the one we just sang in that beautiful hymn, The Prayer of Praise. It is amazing when we look at Jesus and this Passion Week, such an intense week for Jesus, and yet he never misses a step. He never makes a mistake. One of the many attributes of God is his holiness. And we see that attribute of God on display in Jesus' life, tested by his critics, betrayed by his disciples, mocked by thieves on the cross, and yet Jesus continues to bear it all. As he told us in John 15, greater love has no one than this, than to lay down his life for his friends. This is exactly what he did. And this is our reason to pray those prayers of praise. Another important response to Holy Week and the overcoming of rejection on the part of Jesus is the prayer of our thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a lot like praise, except it's personal. It applies to the ways in which God's promises not are just given out generally to the whole world, but how they have come to you specifically in your life. We give thanks that Jesus has overcome our rejection. It happened in our conversion. 
Everyone has a different kind of conversion experience in their life. Some conversion experiences are very dramatic and interesting. Many, most I would probably say, are not so interesting, at least on the surface. That's the way my conversion looks to me. I was brought to Christ as a baby in my baptism. And ever since then, I've learned about Jesus. And I can't think of a day, honestly, when I did not know Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. I may not have a very dramatic conversion, but I also know one thing else. And that is, despite my early conversion, throughout my life, I have tugged against the hand of God, and he has always been tugging and pulling me back. And so that is the thing I give thanks for so much in my life, God's incredible patience for me. And then, finally, the fourth kind of prayer in the Bible, and the one that really applies well to the holy week of passion and overcoming of rejection, and that is the simple prayer of petition and request. We see it beautifully in the one thief who turned to the Lord and simply said, remember me when you come into your kingdom. That is a prayer for salvation and a very important prayer as well. But we also pray that the Lord would not only save us, but also be with us as we live our lives by faith and service to the Lord. And that is something that we see in Holy Week as well. A number of people serving Jesus in his passion. The centurion who boldly confessed that this is the Son of God. Simon who bore the cross of Jesus to the place of the skull. And those who prepared the tomb for Jesus and his burial. In many ways, as we celebrate Holy Week, not only should we be thinking about our salvation, but also thinking about our service to the Lord in his kingdom. And that's a great prayer to bring to the Lord. Help me, Lord, to reflect your overcoming of my rejection and the rejection of the whole world in all that I think, in all that I say, in all that I do. Holy Week could be summarized well. In fact, the entire Bible and the entire plan of salvation by that image that we are familiar with, the hill and the three crosses. On one cross in the middle, we see the cross of our redemption. On one cross to the side, we see the cross of rejection. And on the other side, we see the cross of reception of receiving that salvation that God came to bring into the world through his son, Jesus. That is the reality of life, and that is where we are. We are those who have received and believed, and we are also those who are sent out to the world around us to keep on going with that work of overcoming the rejection of God through the proclamation of the gospel and the shining forth of God's love in Christ, in our lives, and in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. We rise.